Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Life is full of what ifs, some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like, what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Decomplicating Dressage podcast. For those of you that are new here, my name is Jess Gale, and this podcast is all about making dressage make sense. In this episode, we are carrying on with our collectives series, and we will be looking at the third one, submission. Now, this is a big one and probably the most complicated, so we will talk about what it is, what the judge is looking for, and how you can get top marks for this collective. We will finish by taking a look at the difference between the three collectives that we have covered so far and how the judge decides what mark to give. If you enjoy this episode, then please do share it. The best way to do this is on social media and you can tag us in it too to let us know what you think. So in this mini series, we are taking a look at the collectives and these are the marks that you get at the end of your test for paces, impulsion, submission and your riding. If you have missed out on the last few episodes and are confused as to what the collectives are, let me give you a quick rundown. But I would suggest going back and listening to the first two that we've already done as they go into a lot more detail about what the collectives are and how they are judged, as well as looking at the first two collectives, Paces and Impulsion. So when a judge marks you in a competition, they have two parts to fill out. The first part are the marks for each individual movement, where the judge assesses the quality of your horse's way of going and the actual performance of the movement. And they will take both into consideration when deciding on the mark to give you. The second part is the collectives, which are at the bottom of the test sheet. They will fill it out once you have finished your test. And these marks have a coefficient of two, which means they are worth a total of 20 marks rather than the usual 10. They should show you the overall impression of your whole test. So it should show the strength of the test as well as areas that need developing. All of this should be related back to those scales of training. So it's basically a blueprint to show you what to go away and work on at home in your training. Now at prelim, the collectives are laid out differently to how they are laid out at novice level and above. When we get to FEI tests, there's only one collective, which is called general impression. In this series, though, we are looking at the novice version of the collectives. And so this is for novice and above 
um, non-FEI. Uh, but all the information will still help if you are competing at prelim or FEI level. So a little reminder about what the collectives are. So they are one, paces, two, impulsion, three, submission, four, rider position and five, rider effectiveness. And sometimes that rider position and rider effectiveness can be combined into just one collective. So today then we are on to our third episode of this series and it's great to hear how much you are all enjoying this series and to hear how much you are learning and how it's helping you to improve your scores too. This week though is all about submission. It's a collective that encompasses a lot from the quality of the contact to the balance and the weight on the hind leg to the behaviour of your horse and the overall picture you give as a combination. So there's a lot that comes into this collective. The directive for submission, and for those of you that don't know, the directives are the descriptions that are given under each collective that tell you what the judge is basically looking for. So for submission, it says attention and confidence, harmony, lightness and ease of the movements, acceptance of the bridle and lightness of the forehand. Now we're gonna go through what each of these mean and exactly what the judge is actually looking for for each one. So the first one then is attention and confidence. And this is all about how much your horse is focused on you and how happy they are in the arena. So if your horse is spooky, if they're naughty, if they're nervous, this is the collective where the judge may give you a lower mark. The judge is looking for a happy and confident horse that's listening to its rider and reacts willingly to the rider's aids. So things like spooking, losing attention, not listening to the rider or any behavioural issues like rearing, kicking out, bucking will all lose you marks in this area. Then we have harmony. Now this ties in a bit into what we've just spoken about. If your horse isn't confident and listening to you, you won't be able to show a harmonious partnership. And a harmonious partnership is, it's those tests where everything looks seamless and flowing and smooth. Everything looks really easy and it looks as if the horse is basically doing everything themselves. And the rider just kind of looks like they're guiding the horse around the arena. So it's a very peaceful, very rhythmical, very easy picture. The judge is going to be looking for a rider that gives small, subtle aids with a horse that reacts quickly and smoothly to each one. The rider and horse should look like they're in tune with each other and that the horse is constantly almost waiting for the rider's next cue. Nothing should look hard or difficult or an effort if you're wanting to achieve a harmonious partnership. So any big and obvious changes in the way of going, whether that's the rhythm, the suppleness, the contact, the impulsion, the straightness or the collection, lazy, slow or inactive transitions, the rider giving big kicks or sharp tugs on the rein, losses of flow or rhythm, or a rider that has to make big adjustments in a movement are all things that could get you a lower mark in the harmony area. The next one then is lightness and ease of the movements. 
Again, this is kind of similar to Harmony. The judge is looking for a horse that looks confident and happy in the movement and maintains a consistent way of going throughout that shows the horse is strong enough and able enough to do the test. So any losses of rhythm or impulsion or contact or suppleness could highlight a horse that is not finding the movement or the test easy. It shouldn't look then like either the horse or the rider is struggling to perform a movement or struggling to get through the test. It should look easy. The next one then is acceptance of the bridle. And this is where submission starts also meaning other things. Up until now, it has just been about everything looking easy and soft and flowing and harmonious. So no spooking, no naughtiness, no losses of attention, no losses of flow. The acceptance of the bridle means that the horse is maintaining a soft, consistent contact and seeks to take the bit down and out. So the judge is looking for a calm and quiet mouth and a consistent, soft and elastic contact. So any head nodding, coming off the contact, head coming up in transitions, becoming strong or any inconsistencies in the contact would be an issue here. Then finally, we have lightness of the forehand. So with an acceptance of the bridle comes self-carriage. We don't just want a horse that takes the contact and the bit out and down. We also want that horse to be able to balance themselves. So they shouldn't rely on the rider's hand to hold themselves up and instead they need to balance their weight on their hind legs and carry themselves. As you progress through the levels, the degree to which the judge is going to expect this self-carriage and lightness of the forehand is going to increase. So at prelim, a horse may lose balance and sometimes drop onto the forehand at times. But as they progress through the levels up to Grand Prix, a horse will need to have the majority of their weight on their hind legs to maintain that self-carriage and lightness of the forehand consistently throughout the whole test. So horses that rush or run in the trot or canter, lean on the rider's hand, are unbalanced or have most of their weight on the forehand would all be issues with the lightness of the forehand. Movements like the give and retake highlight to the judge whether the horse is balanced and in self-carriage. And so the judge is going to be looking out for whether the horse loses balance when the rein is given away. And the same happens across a lot of the collectors. There will, the tests aren't just muddled together. They are there to highlight a horse's strengths and their weaknesses. So the transitions are there for a reason. The movements are there for a reason. The circles and the size of them are there for a reason. And the give and retakes are there for a reason. So overall, when it comes to submission, the judge is looking for a horse that's well behaved, a happy athlete that listens to his rider's aids and allows the rider to guide them around the test. They're balanced for the level they're at and they seek to take the bit down and out with a quiet, soft mouth in an elastic and consistent contact. But he also doesn't rely on the rein to balance themselves and instead is in self-carriage with their weight on their hind legs. At the lower levels, there are no huge losses of balance or rhythm or suppleness or contact or impulsion. And at the higher levels, there should be no seen losses. Now, this is where your test riding comes in, because let's be honest, every horse will lose 
the odd moment of suppleness or impulsion or rhythm and so on. But the key to being a great test rider is that you don't let it show and it doesn't affect the test. Or if it does affect a movement, it doesn't then affect the whole test. So we've now spoken about three collectives so far in this series. We've looked at paces, we've looked at impulsion and we've looked at submission. Now, these are the three collectives that are mostly related to the horse, although the rider and their training will play, obviously, a big role in this. The judge's job then when they mark these three collectives is to work out where the weak link is. What is it that is stopping this horse and rider from getting higher marks? So if you have a horse that usually has nice paces, but they were a bit distracted, so the contact and the rhythm got a bit dodgy, they shouldn't slate you for paces, impulsion and submission together. They will deduct the marks from the collective that is causing the issues, not the symptoms. Sometimes that's a really easy choice. So if a horse's natural paces are irregular, the mark that will be lower is the paces. But if the horse is losing rhythm because they're behind the leg, then the impulsion should be the lowest. But if the horse is losing rhythm because it's spooking and not listening to the rider, then the submission should be the lowest. So when you take a look at your test sheet, it's really important to know how to read it. If your lowest mark was for submission, have a look through these directives and see what specifically you need to work on. A judge may have been really helpful and underlined some of the directives or guided you in the comments over what to work on. It might be that you know your horse has a contact issue, but you're not sure why. But if you're getting a low mark for impulsion, that could be why. If you're getting a low mark for submission, that could be why. The judge is quite literally telling you how to fix the problems you have and guiding you as to how to get those higher marks. So don't disregard it. These are the people that judge us and decide what mark we get. And they are specifically telling us exactly what we need to get extra marks. So don't disregard it. Don't ignore it. Don't just read it quickly and forget about it. Make a note of it. Write down the weaker areas, write down the strengths and compare them across your other tests. Do you agree? Do you not? All these things are going to help you and guide you to know exactly what to do in your training and exactly what to work on with your horse to get higher marks for each movement and higher marks for all the collectives. So I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please do share it. The best way to do this is on social media. I hope that as we go through this series, it's starting to make those collectives and what the judge is looking for a lot clearer. My hope is that when you come to next compete, that you will be able to look down the collectives and read them and see exactly what you need to work on next with your horse to improve your scores even more. If you have any questions about this episode, then please do send us a message. The best way to do this is probably messaging us on social media. I would also really appreciate it if you are enjoying this podcast and this series to leave us a review. It means that the podcast will be able to reach more people and the more people it reaches, hopefully the more people it can help. Thank you so much for listening, everyone, and I will see you next time. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 